Mindset change is not about picking up a few pointers here and there. It's about seeing things in a new way. When people change to a growth mindset, they change from a judge and be judged framework to a learn and help learn framework. Their commitment is to growth and growth takes plenty of time, effort, and mutual support. Dr. Carol Dweck, author of Mindset, the New Psychology of Success and researcher at Stanford University. The End of the Day podcast is a show for people who want to better understand the mind-body connection so they can stop sabotaging their own happiness and success. It's a place where we geek out about the science behind why we do what we do so we can change what we want, but in an emotionally healthy and sustainable way. I'm your host, Life and Mindset Coach Carrie Watterson. Each week, I'll share tools and concepts to help you see through the thinking that's been holding you back in your relationships, your work, and your life. If you're ready to own your thoughts, if you're ready to move on from your past, if you're ready to stop wishing and actually start doing, this podcast is for you. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Let's do an exercise. When you have a moment, Take out a sheet of paper and make a list of all your best qualities. Things that you're proud of yourself for being things that you admire about yourself. Things that you say, you know what? Yeah, I am that way. That is me. Now, if you get stuck, please know that that is very common. (laughs) I will occasionally ask my clients to do this work especially when I know that they have difficulty finding the positive in themselves or it makes them very uncomfortable to talk about or to think about or to express out loud positive things about themselves because they might just feel like, well, you know, we just don't do that. It is very easy for us to consistently see all the ways that we're falling short, all the qualities that we wish we had that we feel like we currently do not have. All the ways of being that we wish we were, that we feel like we're either falling short on or that we feel like we definitely aren't. And we can forget very easily that there's actually a whole host of qualities that also make up who we are. Okay? And so let's start there. Make a list of all the qualities that when you ask your brain to really look for, These are qualities that you can really say, yeah, these are me. I'm proud of that. I admire that about myself. Or at least to say, yes, I believe this is me. Then I'd like you to make a separate list. I'd like you to make a list of qualities that you wish you were. Qualities that maybe you feel like you're not yet. Or qualities that you know you're not yet and it kind of causes some negativity or insecurity or feeling of inadequacy because you don't yet embody that trait or quality. Now, 
a way to help yourself with this list might be to think of somebody you greatly admire in the present or even in the past. It could be a historical figure. It could be somebody in modern times that you don't know. It could be somebody in your family or a friend or colleagues that you admire. It could be a fictional character from a book or a series or a character in a movie that resonates with you, have, has qualities that you greatly admire, right? Let's not put a label or a box on the qualities or the people from whom you can choose qualities that you admire, okay? So take some time to make a list of those qualities, qualities that you feel like you wish you had, that you feel like you don't yet have. Now, I'd like you to take a look at that second list and ask yourself this question. Are there any qualities on this list of qualities that I feel like I don't yet have that I can ask my brain this question? So you're asking your brain for each quality on this list. Is there evidence of me having this quality in my past or in my present life? Where might I already have this quality? Where in my life have I, I've already embodied that quality or been this person. For example, let's just say one of the qualities that you have or traits that you have on this list of qualities that you feel like you're not yet is strong or strength. Let's just say that you have the self-perception that you're just not very strong and you'd love to be strong, whatever that means. I know that's a very ambiguous word, but let's just use that for now. And so you ask your brain this question, where have I already been strong in my past? Where is evidence in my present that I have strength? What examples can I show or can I find that I'm already a strong person? Let's say another example of a quality that might be on the list that maybe you feel like you're not yet, but you'd like to be is, let's say, fearless. Okay. And you let yourself say, what does fearless feel like to you or look like to you? And then you ask your brain to look for evidence in the past and present of where you might have exhibited signs of fearlessness and really allow your brain to go there. It could be anything. It could be in your personal life. It could be at work. It could be where you stuck up for somebody in a certain way. It could be anything. Okay, it could be just in the way that you're allowing yourself to walk down this path of growth, knowing that you're going to uncover things that you have spent your entire life covering up. Could that be evidence of you exhibiting fearlessness? Okay, so for each item on the list of things that you think that you're not, ask yourself that question. So those are three things that you're doing so far. And then Let's just say that you've asked your brain to find evidence that you have already been some of the qualities on your second list. And let's say your brain came up with a few. That's amazing. Move those items to your first list. Okay. Qualities that you already are. And now that you have awareness of it, you're like, yes, and I'm also these qualities too. Or I have this in me that I can see. My argument will be all of these things are within us. Some are just very dormant and some we don't realize they're within us yet. But let's just say for now, the items on your first list 
including the items that you've moved over from your second list, that you're now aware that that is within you too. So let's keep that first list now to the side. Now let's go back to the second list. Whatever is left on your second list, I would like to offer that those are things, you've just identified things that have meaning for you. And the best news ever, those qualities are just skills that need to be developed, nurtured. And knowing that, what this means is anything left on that list is just another thing to bridge the gap to. So for example, let's just say bold was on the list of qualities that you admire and that you would love to have in your life or that you would love to be, love to embody, but you feel like you're not quite that person. Okay. And let's say you've looked for evidence and let's say there was a resistance. And so you really didn't find anything that you could point to yet. And again, I think if you did this exercise in six months after continuing to do this work, I think that you would be pleasantly surprised at how many of these things you'll recognize within yourself already. But for now, let's just say you wanted to be bold or you would love to be bold and you don't see evidence for that yet. No problem. Let's say that is a skill then that you'd like to build, a quality that you'd like to develop the skill set to becoming, okay? How can knowing that then be just a matter of bridging the gap? How can that knowledge that this is something that you'd like to be and then knowing that this is a skill set that you'd like to build is just a matter of you taking steps starting now toward becoming that person. Just to be more clear, so if you wanted to be more bold, you would ask yourself, what would that even look like? In what areas of my life does this have most meaning? Let's just say... In your personal life, let's say you just would like to be more bold. Let's say you keep a lot of opinions to yourself, or let's say you dress a certain way and you've just felt kind of like you have been pigeonholing yourself or keeping yourself in in a box in the way just that you carry yourself, the way you let yourself display who you are, the way you let yourself experiment with who you are and how you want to show up in the world, right? And let's just say, for example, for boldness, let's just say... For you, it might be something like, you know what, I've always wanted a tattoo. I've always wanted, let's say, a nose ring. I've always wanted my belly button pierced. I'm not sure. Whatever it is. And I have always felt like, well, that's not me. Or what would people think if I did that? Or gosh, I feel like I would be fake. I would try to be be somebody that I wasn't, right? And let's just say, when you think of what would that look like, let's just say my personal life, being more bold at least, Let's say with my appearance, what would that look like? I would be wearing clothes I wanted to wear instead of clothes that I've always worn. What would that look like? And allow yourself to really think about it and not be embarrassed by it. You're helping yourself uncover what it is you think that you're that's um, being limited or inhibited. So allowing yourself to be free with this exercise is really powerful. So let's just say, okay, for my appearance, maybe that's what I would like to do. Maybe you just pick one. And say, what's holding me back from getting my belly button pierced? How long have I been wanting it? Why have I not been doing it? Is this something that I really want? 
Or what do I think I will feel about myself once I get my belly button pierced? And how could what I feel, what I think I might feel about myself or believe about myself, how might that belief, knowing it before I get my belly button pierced, be telling for me? It might mean that I'm like, hey, you know what? This is me. Or this is my artistic expression. Or this is me living by my own rules, nobody else's. Just basically me stepping into the realization that it's always been my own life and that now I'm ready to claim that, right? And you can ask yourself, is it the belly button piercing that's going to allow me to step into that? The realization, wait, this is my life. I get to decide what I want, how I want to dress, what I want to do, how I want to express myself. Do you still want to get your belly button pierced with this realization that you get to decide? And it might just be just the realization and really believing it is actually what you were after, not the belly button piercing. But it also might be like, yes, 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 absolutely. I, I feel that now. And let's go get my belly button pierced. So just allowing yourself to step into the person who has the belly button pierced, has the tattoo, whatever it might be for you, for this particular example, wearing the clothes you want to wear. Take yourself to the place where you are already doing that. You already have that and say, now, what do I feel about myself? What do I believe about myself right now? Let's say having those things and then say, how is that actually really enlightening? And with that newfound awareness and enlightenment, then ask yourself, and do I still want to do these things? And the, the answer might just very well be absolutely. And the answer might be actually I think the belly button would be amazing and no tattoo or actually, yes, there's a tattoo that I've been really thinking about. I've sketched. It's meaningful for me and I would love to see it. And I can imagine myself being 60 years old with it and be like that remind me of a time, this moment in time. And I think it'd be really meaningful. And I love that idea. It just allows you to really get very clear on why you want what you want. Okay. So let's say for being bold for your appearance, it was that might be different clothes that you wear. Just let yourself really dream about that and visualize what that looks like. Maybe being bold also might be something like speaking up more in meetings at work. Or being bold might be feeling like maybe you have done what you always do in terms of fun activities or activities that you do in life. And you've decided, I am so tired of living the same life. You want to let yourself explore other things, but you're just kind of feeling like, but is that me? Am I that person? And there's something that's stopping you from just saying, yep, that is me. I am that person. Even if I don't love it, I'm the person that at least tries it, right? And maybe that's boldness for you in a different area of your personal life. Maybe at with your children, being bold might be allowing yourself to parent the way that you know would be best to parent your child instead of following the cookie cutter way that we feel like we need to be because that's what society tells us and we've bought into that. Maybe we see that our kid needs something a little bit different and you have just decided, you know what, this is my kid and her life or his life and this is me being the parent that I want to be and this is what I think would really help my child. Maybe that's being bold giving yourself permission to say, if there were no rules that I felt like bounded, bound me, bounded me, binded me, what would I want to explore in terms of parenting my child? 
Okay. And it could be for your adult children and it could also be for your little ones or your teenage ones or the ones that are bridging the gap from, you know, young adult to full-fledged adult. So it might be all those things. And that's just one quality on that second list of qualities that you think that you're not yet. And when you did the exercise asking your brain to find evidence for where you already were and you just were kind of met with resistance and said, okay, well then let's do this next exercise, which is what would that look like for me? What would that person be doing? And where would I want to be more of this quality in what areas of my life? And knowing this, take a look at that then seeing how that is a roadmap helping you bridge the gap from where you think you are to where you would like to go so it's giving you a very loose action plan things that you can do concrete things that would help you start walking the path start thinking feeling and acting in a way that would start embodying the quality that you believe would be meaningful for you or that you would love to start embodying that's what i have for you today I really love these type of exercises, exercises that allow you to visualize something that you cannot yet conceptualize. And by doing this type of exercise, you give your brain some context and something more concrete to latch onto so that when you are walking this journey toward becoming something that you want to be, you have real life examples of what that would look like in your life. Okay. I would love to know if you've done this exercise or if you do this exercise after listening to this podcast and how that worked out for you. What surprised you? What things you found difficult? Love to hear any of that. Reach out to me on Instagram. Just send me a DM and that's at underscore this one life on Instagram or just send me an email. That's Carrie at CarrieWaterson.com. That's K-A-R-I at K-A-R-I-W-A-T-T-E-R-S-O-N com. All right, everyone. Have a fantastic week. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you next time. Coaching isn't just for athletes or for select special people. It's for anyone who loves the idea of spending the next 6 to 12 months working through limiting beliefs and blocks so they can finally make progress in key areas of their lives. Hi, I'm Life & Mindset Coach Carrie Watterson. If you've ever wondered what it would be like to work with a coach, I invite you to sign up for a free 90-minute deep dive coaching call with me. On this call, we'll talk about where you're struggling, what you really want, and tools and skills to start bridging that gap. If what you've been doing so far hasn't been working, let's talk. I work with clients one-on-one for 6 to 12 months. That's weekly coaching calls, accountability in between, so you stay focused on your goals. Whether your goals are personal or professional or both, they are attainable. And when you know you have someone in your corner believing in you and holding space for your dreams... You can get there faster because you'll learn not to give up. If this sounds like exactly what you've been missing, let's talk. Go to CarrieWaterson.com or email me at Carrie at CarrieWaterson.com to book your free call this week. That's K-A-R-I at K-A-R-I-W-A-T-T-E-R-S-O-N.com. 
If you're not following me on Instagram, that's where I regularly share tips, tools, and resources on all things mindset and mindfulness. My new Instagram is at underscore this one life. That's at underscore this one life. At the end of the day, we have one life. How do you want to live yours? Think about it. And then let's get to work.